Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for protecting us again another week of a pandemic. By your mercy, we are not consumed, but we are renewed every day. Reveal your heart to us through your words so that we can reflect on your love and wisdom. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's read us 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. And this is a more of a Paul's general statement about the church and how, everyone, how we are supposed to relate to each other in the church. And then after that, he goes once again, the detailed relationship and the uh, relationship. So let's read uh, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Do not rebuke an old man harshly, but exhort to him as if he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters, with absolute purity. Today, Paul tells us an important thing about the church, that is, we are family. First and foremost, Paul describes various relationships in church as a family, relationship, family relations. Exhort an older man like your father, treat younger men like your brothers, respect the older woman like your mothers, care for younger women like your sisters. By the way, for the younger woman, Paul adds an extra phrase, with absolute purity. That means any sexual misconduct in the church is like committing an incest. Incest is not only disgraceful and damaging, but also degrading us from spiritual beings to animal dimensions. By God's grace, I have not seen any sexual misconduct in the churches that I pastor so far, and I will continue to pray for the very spiritual protection. If any one of you or us detect or sense anything in this regard, you need to bring my attention to the matter. I really feel any ethical failure in church is worse than contracting COVID-19 virus because the church matters to God and also local church matters to the world so much. For Paul, church is a spiritual family. Church and family cannot be separated. Good church means healthy family. And a healthy family needs a strong church. As we call God as our Abba Father, we call each other brother and sister. In this regard, church is like an extended family or what we call today a blended family. As I get older, I'm experiencing the reality of a blended family greater than ever. For the first time, I became a great uncle last year, and I'm expecting my first great niece this month. Jamie's nephew also got married this spring, and my niece married this summer. We have a new family members whom we have not met and known before. I'm expecting my own immediate blended family as my daughters are planning to marry next year and soon after. Church is a spiritual blended family. We are blended with the blood of Christ. Yes, we are spiritual Brady Bunch. I don't know who exactly is a Marsha, Jen, Cindy, Greg, P. 
Peter and Bobby in forest, but I know I have them all in forest. As God's blended family, we must make sure that everyone's relationship with everyone reflects the love of a father. That's the one of the major blessings that the Holy Spirit is working in us. Do you remember Paul's last Trinitarian benediction in 2 Corinthians chapter 13? After the love of God and grace of Christ, Paul prayed for fellowship of the Holy Spirit to Corinthian church. Any struggling church like Corinthians needs the fellowship of the Holy Spirit more than anything. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit starts start <clears throat> when we recognize that we are God's blended family, and when we treat each other like new family members. Yes, unlike earthly blended families, church is an eternal blended family. Our relationship is not just based on God, but also ongoing with God and each other. We also need to recognize that our Heavenly Father wants to grow His blended family. Earlier in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, we, we heard that God wants all people to be saved and come to knowledge of the truth. As God desires everyone to join Him in His blended family, God wants us to welcome everyone that He sends to us. As we will see more in the following passage, the early church did its best to live as a radically blended family in the ancient world. They blended everyone, Jews and Gentiles, free and slaves, men and women with the love of Christ. They received everyone with God's love and treated them with respect and care. That's why historians call the New Testament church a sociological miracle, a sociological miracle. Even a pagan governor like Pliny the Younger in his letter to Emperor Trajan reported is a marvel that these Christians treated each other like a family member, and their religious meal is called, was called agape meal or love feast. Let us pray that every house church tonight does welcome newcomers and blend each other with Christ's love. Today, before I pray and we sing, as usual, I want to share a news clip that I saw yesterday evening it moved me to tears because it's a story of a second chance with, with, a, uh, with a love and friendship. So let's watch that quick uh, uh, clip and then we will pray and then we'll praise God. Lashenda Williams remembers when this car was all she had. Not long ago, in this Kroger parking lot, Williams parked and slept nearly every night for a year. I would lean my seat all the way back so no one would see me because, you know, I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Past addiction and abuse left her stranded, homeless, but not hopeless. Ever calls Kroger employee Jackie Vandal. She'd come by me and she's like, how are you doing, Miss Vandal? I'm going to work here one of these days. And I'm like, okay. Vandal, who does hiring at the store, told Williams about an upcoming job fair. 
it was just a, a sense, a gut feeling. You can just tell when people are really genuine and, and then people that you know are trying. Vandal spent two hours helping Williams fill out an application. You helped me fill it. When it said you've successfully applied, I was like, you're hired. I'll call you in a few days. And I remember crying in her arms, and here I am. Eight months on the job, Williams has an apartment. Community members and co-workers helped her furnish it. And I'm going to continue working hard every day to spread the love and joy like no other. Underneath her mask at work, Williams wears a grateful smile. For the very first time in my life, now I know what love is. Now I know what friendship is. And for the first time, a second chance. Katie Beck, NBC News. Hey, NBC News fans, thanks for checking out our YouTube channel. Now, let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for saving us with your love. We thank you for giving us a second chance of a life in Christ. Now, as a Christ, as a Christ body and God's family, help us to welcome others into our eternal blended family. Help us to seek and find our VIPs, your VIPs, with love and care. Grant us the joy and privilege of helping others find the second chance of a life with you. We thank you for all the carols in this world, as well as we pray for the, all the legendas in this world to find their second chance with Christ. All this we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, who blends us with his undying love on the cross. Amen.